A much needed week of downtime comes to an end on Saturday for both the Boiler football and basketball team. Let's talk about it. Today's quick cast is brought to you by Martin Vintage. MartinVintage.com, where if you enter boiled at checkout, you'll get 20% off. Mom, thanks for watching. As the basketball and football teams have taken a break, we're doing the same thing. There is a rumor, and I can tell you it's substantiated, that there might be a handsome hour coming your way by the end of the week. Stay tuned. Till then, you're going to have to watch this one on uh, repeat and just kind of find all the delicious nuggets of information that are in here. I want to talk to you a little bit about the football and the basketball team, of course. First off, let's talk about basketball. Purdue had a resounding victory versus Chicago State. Didn't surprise anybody. That's a really, really, really bad Chicago State team. Purdue showed that they were much better. Just nothing surprising about it other than the fact that the game was still really, really close as the second half started. Purdue kind of stepped on them, and uh, that was good to see, and then just ran away from them. But uh, Purdue has a lot of work left to do before they can become the team that we think they can be. The question that Purdue fans need to ask themselves is, do you really believe that there is a switch that can be flipped on to make a team go from really not very good to very, very good in a hurry? They did it last year, and I don't think it's a game you really want to play as a coach. I know Painter enjoys the process just like his buddy Brad Stevens, but that is kind of a dangerous game to play, and I don't think he's doing it intentionally. Um, just to have a team come in, have so much work left to be done, just to kind of get better very, very late in the game, meaning, you know, when the conference season starts. Purdue needs to start winning some games. Purdue needs to start gelling. And to do so, I think a couple things need to happen. I list them from easiest to diff most difficult from a coach's perspective. And if I were looking at these problems, here's how I'd solve them. I'd say first, let's focus on free throws right now. Let's make sure we're knocking those down. Let's get that percentage up to 75% or better as a team. Uh, the last game they hit 70%, but they've had some really, really bad games and left a lot of points on the floor. That's a really easy way to get better really quickly or to look like you're getting better really quickly just by making the shots that are put in front of you. It changes the complexion of the game because the other team, especially if you're playing with the lead, has to scramble a little bit to get back into it. Maybe they'll start shooting ill-advised threes. Maybe they'll grip a little bit. Maybe they'll do what we've seen Purdue do, which is not handle the pressure very well. So hit the free throws. Second thing, this is an important one. I think Nogel Eastern needs to really work on his shot selection. I think this is also pretty easy to fix because he's a veteran, because he's been around in Painter's system. He knows what he's doing. He's just had a bad start. He had a great finish above the rim versus Chicago State. He should have confidence in his athletic ability at this point. I think that might be the biggest problem that he has is that he fell in love with the jump shot as he worked on the offseason. And I think sometimes he doubts he can finish above the rim. I know he, he, he can use his strength in his body, and he has a lot of confidence in that. I just doubt sometimes he believes he can go and dunk on somebody uh, because in his career, he's had a couple where he's gone up and hasn't been quite high enough. But he's stronger than he used to be. You can tell. Um, and I think his ability to finish will be shown uh in the next couple games, I think I'll show it again because that Chicago State dunk coming across the middle was a confidence builder. The third thing that um, it becomes a little bit harder here, and this comes from experience, and that is know your role 
I think this team right now doesn't really know exactly what to expect from one another and the individuals don't know what they're supposed to be doing just yet it seems. They show it in spurts that they can do it and they're good at doing it, at understanding what they're supposed to be doing, but then as quickly as it comes it goes away. And I think that uh, this team uh, just needs to figure out who they are and who they are as a unit. And the next one, probably the hardest thing that this team needs to, to figure out to get really better is a leader must rise. I've been talking about this for about two weeks and I don't know whose team this is just yet. It might be Harms, it might be Eastern, it might be Hunter. Um, but somebody's got to rise up and say, yeah, okay, when, when they, you know, when you gather the team in practice, when you gather them in the huddle on the court, there's a guy that is the guy. And maybe that's the problem. You came from having the guy, a guy that was such an alpha, who was so good at being a leader and taking charge. Um, at the same time, didn't take himself too seriously. I think that, that levity really helped the Purdue team last year. But... Purdue needs a leader right now. They need a guy to step up, and they need a guy to step up who is believable for the young guys. So that's got to be somebody who comes through in the clutch and believes in himself even when things aren't great. So that's a big challenge. I think if Purdue can get some of these things together, I think they'll start to gel and become the team that you think they're going to be and that I think they're going to be. But it might be a while. And like I said, I think it's a dangerous thing to believe that it can just come on and they can become the team like they did last year. It can happen, I just think the likelihood, it's it, it's long. So let's see what happens here. It's fun to watch it unfold regardless. Uh, next, I'd like to talk about football, and football is pretty simple for me this week. I, you know, I've talked about bull being a, Bulls being a possibility, and I still think Bulls a possibility, but Wisconsin may be the scariest team for me as a Purdue fan, just because of flashbacks to such bad games versus Wisconsin, whether at home or away. My biggest fear about this game is really injuries, of course. I mean, this has been something that's been a huge struggle for Purdue all season, and why wouldn't we think it's gonna be something that's at the forefront again? Purdue hasn't gotten incredibly healthy according to what I've read yet. It's not like a bunch of guys are coming back for the Wisconsin game. Um, I, I read today or from last night, there's a tweet from Fuller talking about, man, I wish I could just, my, my body would stop playing these tricks on me, meaning, I think he thought he was coming back and it probably hasn't gone as linearly as possible. I might be putting words in his mouth, I apologize if I am. He kind of writes cryptically on purpose, it seems, on Twitter. But my guess is that's what he's got happening. He hasn't been able to get as healthy as he wanted to. Regardless, I want Purdue to come out healthy. I want to see some positives. The win to me is almost secondary at this point. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. God bless you. We'll talk to you later this week. BS. All the time.